Hello and welcome to the Next in Line podcast where we are helping to prepare you for whatever is next in line. As always, I am your host, Chance Pitts, and I would like to thank you for tuning into this episode. Guys and gals, welcome into another episode on the podcast. First and foremost, I would like to apologize to everyone that's been listening faithfully, expecting the podcast to come out every single Monday morning. I've let you down. Um, I'm still going to release this podcast on Monday as you sit down to listen to this show at the premiere. However, this weekend got away from me. I had a pretty tough competition with Average Mike. That's Michael Ruiz uh, with AMT. Um, And it really just wore me out. We had family come into town. We had a lot of different commitments this weekend. And my time got away from me. So yesterday, whenever I sat down to record a podcast, uh, I had everything written out and I was ready to roll, but I was not happy with the quality of podcasts that I was putting out for y'all. So I decided to postpone the recording until today so that I could give you a good and valuable lesson that would have a positive impact on you. Uh, I told you a few episodes ago, whenever I put out one that was a little bit less than the standard that I would would like to put them out at, uh, that I wouldn't do that again. And I'm sticking to that promise, so this will premiere on Monday. Uh, However, it's going to be just a little bit later, and I hope y'all can receive some kind of great value out of this. And speaking of which, if you receive value out of this podcast or any other episode that we have released here at Next In Line, I would ask that you share the show with like-minded individuals or anybody that might be able to receive that same kind of value. That's the number one way for us to grow Uh, and to push this movement in a positive direction and reach more people. And whenever we reach more people, we're able to help more people. The next way that you can help us out with that, guys, is by commenting, liking, subscribing, leaving us a rating or review on whatever platform you find yourself listening on. What that's going to do is it's going to make us pop up a little bit earlier in the search bar for people that are looking for self-help or personal development type podcasts. And like I said, guys, it's just going to help us meet more people, reach more people, and help more people. And that's the goal, guys. Um, So with that being said, we had some awesome things go on this weekend. Uh, We filmed a lot of content for a video that's going to be released on our YouTube channel. That's at Next In Line Development on YouTube. Um, You can also catch us and some of that footage on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Next In Line Development on all of those platforms. But we had an awesome competition. I think it's going to be something that's really, really entertaining and that y'all are going to thoroughly enjoy. Uh, so be looking out for that. Also, guys, I'm super excited for a podcast. I was able to sit down and record uh, interview style with Brooke Smith last weekend. Uh, we're going to be editing that out and releasing it here in the next few weeks. So keep your eye out for that as well. I'll keep y'all posted as we move through the process with that. But guys, I really want to dive into the topic that we have selected to talk about today. And it's something that has been relevant in my life in both a literal sense and in a metaphorical sense. And you'll understand that as we get further into the show, um, especially if you've gone back and you've listened to those intro episodes and the earlier episodes where I discuss my past and uh, some of the things that I've done previously for employment, including my ranch management days. But guys, for this lesson today, I would like to set an analogy for y'all, kind of a little scenario for us to dive into. So I want you to picture yourself as a hired hand 
back in the early days of Texas, the late 1800s. Guys, there was cattle drives, there was a cowboy lifestyle that was out there, and I want to dive straight into that. Put yourself in the shoes of one of those guys that was out on the prairie, in the Badlands, wherever you want to call it, of South Texas, moving cattle, headed north to the auction to sell these cattle or to the packing plant to get them processed out to make some money. And guys, as a hired hand, you're somebody that's been around horses for a long time. You've been around cattle for a long time. And you understand the processes of moving cattle along this trail, working towards the goal of getting them to their end destination. And guys, you're the kind of person that is resilient. And your horse doesn't get spooked a lot. You've got a lot of good things going for you, a lot of positivity in between you and your horse and just your overall situation. But today has been just a little bit different. Today you find yourself waking up extra early to get a jump on the day and you are worn out. Maybe you were up all night fending off predators that were chasing the cattle around, uh, trying to make sure that you didn't lose any from the herd. Maybe you were dealing with cattle thieves in the middle of the night and you weren't able to get a good night's sleep because you were, I don't know, fighting off some kind of roughnecks out there that were trying to trying to come steal what was yours whatever it was that you found yourself dealing with it is early in the morning and you are worn out it's starting to take a toll guys and you've had a long day as you work through the day moving the cattle up the trail it seems like every time you turn around there's a new problem there's cattle spinning out and blowing out and headed over different directions they're flaring off to the side and they're not wanting to stick with the herd so you find yourself just having to deal with that over and over and over it's an annoying thing that just never seems to end and then most of the time whenever they're spinning around and trying to get away the ones with horns are looking back and they're trying to fight with you they're trying to to get up under your horse to cause some issues for you and they're just not wanting to do what they're supposed to and it's causing a lot of issues and guys, maybe within that as well, you find yourself out of water with no water in sight. It's becoming a very long day. It's a process that you are stuck in the middle of and it seems like you cannot get away from. But as you work down the trail, you're getting all the cattle moving in the right direction. You're getting to a point where you can stop for the day and really starting to get a little bit of hope. You're starting to see a light at the end of the tunnel, if you will. But that's where things get a little bit sideways. I mentioned earlier that you and your horse are a really good team. And your horse, it's seen just about everything. It's been there, done that, and it doesn't really get startled by much, except dogs. You remember that, and you have that in the back of your head, but it's not really relevant out here. There's not a lot of dogs running around or anything crazy, so it's something that really isn't a factor, so it's gone really smooth up until this point. But as you're getting close to that cramp campground for the night and you're rounding everything up and pushing it together so you can find it in the morning easy and get a good start on the day tomorrow, uh, you find yourself having to chase off another group of flared cattle. They're heading out to the side, opposite direction of where they're supposed to go. And you know what? You're going to go chase them down. You're going to get them going. You're ready to be bedded down. So you take off after them. And guys, we're in South Texas, so it's nice and brushy. There's some good rocks out there, and there's a lot of terrain where you can't really see what's going on around you. So whenever you get out there, you see that there's a good trail cutting right by some bushes and a rock out there, and you can head up that trail, cut them off, and get them spun around and headed back in the right direction. It sounds great. So you take off, guys. You and your horse are 
a heck of a team headed out across there until you get to that rock. And that's where, you know, the one fear of your horse comes back to bite you. Whenever you're headed around that rock and through that brush, you happen to startle a coyote. And it runs up on you, and it gets your horse bucking, and it gets it going crazy, and it's bucking and pitching. And you're doing a good job of staying on, but you know it's been a long, long day, guys. You've been out there riding, you're tired from being up early, you ran out of water, and you're just beat. And finally, guys, with one last buck, you get thrown off. You see your horse taking off back towards the herd, back towards all the other guys trying to find some safety. You see the cattle going in the wrong direction. All your gear is scattered all over the ground, and not to mention yourself being scattered on the ground as well. So guys, as you're sitting there, and you've got all these issues, all these little things that have led up to this point of you having to deal with the issue that you're dealing with, of being thrown off this horse, you sit and you ask yourself one question. How do I get back on the horse? And guys, that's what I want to talk to y'all about today. I want to talk about getting back on the horse. See, this situation relates to many other spots within our lives. It's not just this scenario that I painted for you with the horse and the cattle and riding through South Texas. No, this is the situations we find ourselves in financially. Maybe we're saving up. We're, we're on this trail. Let's look at this from a kind of sky point of view, from an overhead view at this whole situation. The trail is like a goal you're working towards. It's a path you're taking to get there. And there's little bumps in the road. There's good things that happen as well. There's partnerships like within you and your horse. Uh, but then there's also major setbacks like getting thrown off in which you got to get back on the horse. So guys, let's look at the financial side like I mentioned. Picture the long trail of pushing those cattle up to the market or to the sale or wherever you're headed with them. Picture that as you saving up to have a down payment on a house. And then picture all these small little inconveniences and bumps and bruises that come along. And maybe this major setback, maybe getting thrown off the horse for you in this situation, is having an AC unit go out, having a washer or dryer go out. And it's a major cost that you have to take on and try to overcome. Maybe it's the diet that you've been on. Maybe the diet in the trail is the way you were on the path to trying to lose 20 pounds. However, you've had all these major setbacks where, or maybe minor setbacks. Let's say, start with the minor setbacks you've had. You've had a little cheat day here, or you had one little cheat meal here. And then it's compounded into really not even following your diet anymore. And you've gotten off the rails so far that you don't even know how to get back on. Maybe it's within your fitness and it started with skipping the gym one day and then skipping the gym another day. And now it's been two weeks since you've been able to go to the gym. Guys, whatever it is, there's a million life situations that we find ourselves in that are just like this situation. And we've got to find a way to get back on the horse. I know what it's like to be in that situation to where you don't want to try to do things. You don't want to make progress. It feels like you've just got nowhere to go right now you can't find a way to get back in the groove and take off in the direction that you need to go well guys that's something I want to discuss and I want to teach you how to work through today and this is really relevant right now because there's a lot of people in my life that have told me here recently that man I really just need to get back in the swing of things man I really know I need to be doing this or getting back into the swing of of dieting or going to the gym or working on my finances but I just don't know how to do that 
Well, guys, you're in luck because today I've got six steps that are going to help you move in the right direction if you follow them to getting back on the horse. And guys, I want to start off with step number one right here. The most important thing we can do whenever we run across a problem in any situation in our life, we have to recognize what is going on. We have to be very honest about the situation we find ourselves in. We have to realize that we've even fallen off the horse. And you might be saying to yourself, Chance, how would you not know that you fell off the horse? Well, maybe, guys, it's something that's crept up on you. Maybe it's something you're trying to do with work. You're working towards a promotion along the trail, and you've gotten complacent, and your work has slacked off, and you've had some major issues come along and compound, and now your boss has written you up. And boom, there's the realization that you've fallen off the horse. Maybe it wasn't something that you had really understood up until this point, but if you're open and honest with yourself and you make an evaluation of whatever that goal is for yourself, you will quickly realize that indeed you have fallen off the horse. Some of them are much more obvious than that, guys. Some of them are whenever we stop ourselves and look as we order a meal at a fast food restaurant and say, wow. I've really fallen off the horse. I've really gotten away from my diet plans and the things I'm supposed to be doing. Maybe it's with the physical fitness. Whenever you look in the mirror and you see something you don't want to see because you haven't been going to the gym or going on those walks or whatever it is like you wanted to do. And then some obvious examples are that major setback financially that keeps you from being able to reach your financial goals. Whatever it is, guys, it's extremely, extremely important to take the time to realize that you have an issue. Then, guys, from there, you can move on to step number two. And number two, guys, is a very important one. It's one that you've got to make the decision on for yourself. Step number two is genuinely deciding that you want to correct the issue that you've realized that you truly want to get back on the horse because let's get let's be honest guys if one of the other cowboys came up and picked up all your stuff and brought you your horse and picked you up and put you back in the saddle if you're not over the fact that you got bucked off that horse, if you're not wanting to continue that journey, it's not going to do anybody any good. It's something that you've got to realize for yourself that you're wanting to have in this life. You want to continue down the path to weight loss. You want to continue down the path to being financially free. You want to continue down the path to being physically fit. And you have to decide that because there's sacrifices that come along with that, guys. It's not just this simple thing that is just a one-way street and, hey, I'm going to do this, but I'm not going to have any of the negative side effects of it. No, guys, there are ups and downs to this entire process. And guys, if you genuinely, genuinely decide that you want to proceed down this path towards this goal that you've set for yourself, then you've got to do something after that. You've got to go to step number three, guys. You have to manage your expectations. And what I mean by that is don't set the bar low. Don't come in here and expect to lose or expect a negative outcome from the situation. No, I'm not saying that at all. Don't write it off and give yourself an out for not completing the things you need to complete. No, you need to manage your expectations in the way that whenever you're coming out of a slump, a rut, whenever you're getting back on the horse, You've got to realize there's a lot of different 
bumps in the road that led you to where you're at to this low point. And that climbing back out of this low point is going to leave you over, lead you over several different bumps in the road on the way out. It's a process, guys. It's up and down. It's cyclical. It's like we talked about with the sound waves and with the stock market going up and down, up and down. It's something you have to work through process-wise, guys. You have to manage your expectations whenever you're at this point because you can't expect yourself to just come out and be this guy that is going to accomplish everything, that's going to reach all of his goals and be able to just jump right back into the swing of things initially as soon as you decide to. Some of us can do that, guys. Some of us get lucky, and I'm not saying us as in me because Lord knows that's not how my process has been, but what I'm saying is there are exceptions to the rule, guys, but those aren't the rule. That's something you have to work through for yourself, and you have to realize, guys, that it's not all going to be sunshine and butterflies and flowers and that kind of thing. It's going to be a hard process. So make sure you manage your expectations and you know what you're getting yourself into whenever you decide to progress in a positive direction and get back in the saddle. Guys, after that, you have to do number four, which is create a routine. This entire process is so, so much easier if you create a routine. Because whenever you're down and you're throwing off that saddle, you understand that this is going to be a long, hard process. That's one of the few things that you see pretty early. But we usually see that in a negative connotation. We see that in a place to where we don't believe we're going to be able to get out of it sometimes. You know, and that's pretty frustrating. It can really be something that brings us down in a lot of different ways. And that's not what we want to do here either, guys. What we're really trying to do is we are trying to get ourselves back in the swing of being productive. So what we have to do is we have to create that routine for ourselves. So how we're going to do that, guys, is we're going to pick our goal. We're going to focus on that goal. Say it's going to the gym. My routine in the morning for going to the gym actually starts the night before. What I do is I lay out all of my gym gear. I lay out all of the clothes I need for after the gym to go to work. I pack all of them into a bag. I get everything ready so that whenever I wake up in the morning, there's no excuses as to why I didn't have time to go to the gym. I had preparations in place. And then whenever I wake up in the morning, all I've got to do is grab my bag after I drink a cup of water. And then after I take my greens drink, and get my supplements going, guys. I get moving in the right direction. I grab my stuff and I'm out the door quickly so that I can get to the gym. And then whenever I get there, guys, I have a training regimen in mind. I have something in mind that I plan on accomplishing. And that's what I stick to. I decide, hey, I'm going to the gym. I'm going to work upper body for 45 minutes. These are the exercises that I'm going to do. This is the routine that I will follow. And after I do that, I will shower and I will go to work. And that is how I make sure that I get up and go to the gym. Like I said, guys, it starts the night before with the packing. Then in the morning, I go through my hydration routine, grab my gym bags, and I head to the gym. And I have a set schedule in place whenever I get there. And that's something that helps me move in the right direction. That might look like meal prep the night before and making sure you have everything packed up and easy to get to if you're trying to follow a diet. If you're trying to follow your or trying to improve your finances, that might look like making sure you set a budget and you have set parameters around the money that you're allowed to spend in the day so that you're saving appropriately. 
then the routine side might also include checking yourself against that budget every single morning, then maybe every single evening, making sure you write down the different things that come in that were unexpected costs that you had to spend money on that made you move outside of your budget, and then adjusting accordingly so that you stay within your means, that you stay within your routine that you've set for yourself. Guys, that is a very important factor in this. Getting yourself back in the mood to take on these different things is not always easy. So if you set a routine and a pattern that you have to follow, if you set habits for yourself, that's something that can help this process move in the right direction on a regular basis, guys. You can hold yourself accountable. And then, guys, while you're doing that and you're going through this routine and making sure you're going in, for example, hitting your workouts, it is very important to remember, guys, that you are there to complete the workout. You are there to complete your goals, to complete your diet for the day, to complete your work tasks, to complete your financial budgeting, whatever it might be. You are not there to compete with the best version of yourself. That is something that I do very poorly in making sure that I'm not working against myself in that factor. I often end up competing against myself. And it's like I stated on one of my previous episodes, which was uh, talking about setting PRs or personal records every single day. It's not sustainable, guys. Especially coming out of a rut, it's not typically something you can do, like I said, coming out and performing your absolute best. You should be there going through the process creating the habits for you to move back in the proper direction. You're not there to compete with anybody else or how they're doing because their best day might be on your worst day. And if you're comparing yourself to somebody on their best day and you're in your worst day, it is not going to end well for you psychologically, mentally, whatever you want to call it, guys. It's going to have a negative effect on you overall. Now, that's not to say, guys, that you can't compare yourself to others. I think that using others as a gauge is a very important thing in this life. It's a good tool to see where you are with others that are going through the same processes as you. However, especially coming out of one of these situations, getting back in the saddle, if you will, you can't compare yourself to others in that case as far as where you are relative to them, because it's not the same, guys. You're working through a process of trying to get back in the swing to get back to your norm. You are under your norm right now, let's be very honest. So you can't compare your worst situation to their best. And then, guys, once you've worked through these different steps, it is important to follow number six, which is reflect. And guys, reflect ties into every single one of these previous five steps. If you're going to recognize what's going on, you need to reflect on that recognition. Did you come out and be 100% honest with yourself in that situation? Did you truly set aside the time that you needed to recognize that you had something going on? And like I said, were you honest with yourself, guys? Because a lot of times we try to lie to ourselves and say that things aren't as bad as they are because we're tough. Or we can handle the pressure or these different things going on in our lives whenever sometimes, guys, we just honestly can't. And then, guys, reflecting on through number two, genuinely deciding to address the things. You have to honestly reflect on that decision. Are you 100% invested? Are you intentional with going through this process and working towards your goals? Because let's be honest, guys. If it's a goal that you set for yourself because of society, say it's, I wanted to save money 
So my financial goal was to save money so I could buy a truck. And I realized that that truck was a materialistic goal that was just a standard for society so I could show that I'm important to people because I've got a nice truck. That's maybe not the best thing to do in life. If you reflect on it and realize you're doing that, maybe that means you need to change your goal a little bit and you can apply this process to a different goal. Maybe if it's on your diet and you realize that the diet you were using was not sustainable, maybe you should reflect and recalibrate on how you go about reaching your goal there. And then guys, reflecting on number three, managing your expectations. Honestly, make sure and reflect and guarantee that you aren't going outside the box, that you aren't going above and beyond, that you aren't trying to do way too much at this point in the process, guys. You have to be honest because Lord knows if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably as competitive as me. And that's not just with other people, that's within yourself. And that's something that's not going to serve you at this time, guys. You have to make sure you're reflecting and you're making sure that you're managing your expectations so that you're able to achieve those little victories as they come and move forward in a proper direction. Then, guys, reflecting on creating that routine, find the routine that works for you. You can edit this process. It doesn't have to be something that works the same exact way every single day if it's not working for you. That's the key word, guys. It has to work. You have to make sure that you're utilizing this routine to move yourself in a positive direction. Like I talked about, guys, sustainability is the most important thing in whatever process you're doing. If you can't sustain it, it's not going to be something that you do long term and that you're able to keep up with. You're going to have adverse effects eventually whenever you burn out or whenever you injure yourself because you're having this over-the-top kind of routine. But guys, I really want to make sure that this is something you're focusing on within that spot of reflecting on your routine because you can make edits, you can make changes, and you can move yourself in a positive direction as needed there. Then guys, reflecting on number five, make sure that you are completing things, not competing. Guys, you have to be honest with yourself. Make sure that you stop every single day and you move yourself in the right direction by reflecting on what you've been able to achieve and what you haven't. Now, it's also going to come a point whenever you're reflecting and you're realizing that you are able to compete. You are able to strive for the best version of yourself. That's going to be as you're coming out of this rut, as you're getting back in the saddle. It's going to be something that is not going to be easy to do and it's not going to be easy to wait on to do, but it's very important, guys. So if you actively are reflecting and you're following through all these different steps, I strongly believe that you're going to be able to pull yourself out of whatever rut or to climb back into any saddle that you need to at this point, guys. It's going to help you accelerate yourself on towards your goals and it's going to help move you in a positive direction if you can follow these six steps. Guys, thanks for tuning into this episode of the Next in Line podcast. As always, make sure you're liking, you're sharing, you're commenting, and guys, leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Also, check us out on social media. That's at Next in Line Development on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And always be prepared for whatever is next in line. <laughs>